Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Your show today is brought to you by TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional and effective website up and running for your IT business. Save time and frustration with TechSite Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. All right, guys, today we have a special episode. It's just me, and I'm going to be talking about how to set up your computer business on the right track in 2018. I'm going to go over some exercises you can do to um, set your, your overall vision for your company and make sure that your, your computer business is moving in the right direction. And then we'll dig into some specific marketing tactics. I'm going to go over um, some marketing that you really need to be looking at in 2018, some new, scary, and innovative marketing uh, that is going to be really effective in 2018. And then also some tried and true kind of old school marketing that you still need to be doing and you still need to be working on and improving uh, in 2018. So that's what we're going to be talking about this episode. Uh, all that and a ton more coming up right. Oh, I almost forgot. We also have a big announcement about the unconvention in 2018. Definitely stick around for that. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to be to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page. Click the following tab and then select see first so that every time we go live, it'll jump to the top of your newsfeed and you'll be able to catch the live show. Awesome, guys. So welcome to another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Uh, this episode, we do not have a guest. Instead, it's going to be me talking about um, some of my thoughts around putting together a marketing plan for this new year, 2018. I'm going to talk about some of the exercises I go through to set up my goals and my plans for the new year. Also, uh, I want to talk about some of the new marketing trends that I think might be worth checking out uh, this year, as well as maybe some of the older marketing trends, uh, or not so much trends, but some of the older marketing tactics that I think are still very vital and you still need to be doing them uh, in your business. So I think it's going to be uh, a fun episode. Um, I am looking forward to doing it, and I look forward to hearing you guys in the live Facebook chat if you're watching this video live to uh, give me your feedback and let me know uh, what you're doing in 2018 as well. So uh, before we get started, I just wanted to do some housekeeping. I have some announcements, actually. I have, actually have, I have a big announcement that I wanted to uh, do here uh, live on the air. Um, we have a dates and a city for this year's unconvention. So uh, if you guys have been watching this, uh, you know about the unconvention. That is the, uh, the conference for computer business owners, IT service business owners, um, whether you're a solo consultant or you're working part-time or, you know, you run a computer repair shop or, um, you know, you have a big MSP and you're making millions of dollars. We want the unconvention to be a cool place where we can all get together, share ideas, um, you know, have uh, collaborate on ideas, 
um, and just, you know, spark new ideas and really kind of get energized and, you know, build building your computer businesses uh, through that conference. And so that's what we've done for the last two years. We've held unconventions, one in Toronto, one in Washington, D.C. Every year it's been growing. Uh, every year people, you know, let us know how much fun they had and, and how valuable they think it is. So we definitely want to keep the momentum going with that. So this year, we're happy to announce that the unconvention is going to be in Chicago, and that is by popular demand. Uh, we had a lot of folks who attend the unconvention who are from the Chicago area, uh, so we want to you know make it easy for them to attend. We also uh, we just love Chicago as as a city. There's a lot of awesome stuff to do there, um, and we think it's going to be a lot of fun to have the unconvention in Chicago this year. Uh, and the dates for the unconvention, let me. Pull those up just to make sure that I have them right. We're going to do it in August. Uh, it's going to be August 24th through the 26th. So that's a weekend, Friday through Sunday. Um, and, you know, we picked that weekend because there's great rates on hotels. Uh, uh, we think that's kind of the best time of year to do an event like this in Chicago. So, you know, our goal with the Unconvention is to make it affordable, to, to, to make it uh, a collaborative thing. So, you know, the Unconvention... Uh, is is all about um, collaboration. There's workshops, there's labs, not a lot of, you know, speakers or presentations. We might have a couple of those, but really, you know, the big draw of the unconvention is just getting a bunch of like-minded computer business owners in a room to have fun, talk about business and help each other improve each other's businesses. And I think that's what we've, we've done a great job of doing. Um, so there's really not too many more details I can share right now. We've got a lot of awesome stuff in the works. Uh, I We've got an awesome venue. I think we're going to, you know, another thing about the unconvention that, that I really like um, uh, the as we plan the unconvention uh, is that we always take the feedback from people who went to years past. So every time uh, we do an unconvention, we release a survey and we ask folks, hey, you know, what did you think about this year's unconvention? What can we do better? What did we do really good? And so we always try to hold on to the things that we did really good and not change those. Uh, but then we, we're looking to always improve on things we can improve on. Um, so one of the big things that we think we're going to be able to improve this year is the, the location. Um, we're, we're hoping to have the location in a place that's super convenient um, so that you don't have to walk to get to your hotel room, for example, or walk very far, um, that there's lots of stuff to do around where it's going to be. There's lots of space in the area so that we can have, you know, a big group and we're not all cramped in, um, lots of ways to collaborate, lots of cool equipment that we can use. Um, so those are the things that we are looking to do, uh, in this year's unconvention. And I think we found a pretty good place to do that. Uh, we're not quite ready to announce the place yet. Um, but once we do, then we'll release all those details. We'll get the tickets ready to go. You guys can start purchasing the tickets and, uh, and then, Hey, and then we're off and running, right? We're going to have another great event this year. So I'm super excited about it. So head on over to unconvention.io and put in your information there. Uh, and then we'll let you know when tickets are available. Um, but that's going to be happening really soon, uh, because August is going to be here <laughs> before you know it. Um, so we're look really looking forward to that. Uh, let's see the date. Uh, Dwight was asking about the date. <laughs> it's uh, August 24th through 26th in Chicago. Um, I, I wish it was in Hawaii. Uh, I would lo love for it to be in Hawaii. Uh, but part of the 
part of the mindset around the unconvention is to make it affordable. So we're so we're looking for affordable yet big cities. So we want it to be in a big city. We want it to be affordable. Uh, we want uh, the people who are going to come to be able to come. Um, so that means, you know, making it convenient for people who have attended the unconvention in the past, but the more people who come from all over the country to the unconvention, the more opportunity we'll have to have the unconvention in other places throughout the country. So this year it's going to be in Chicago. We look forward to seeing you guys there. So, uh, come on down. All right, guys, um, real quick before we get into the featured topic of, the episode. I just wanted to mention really quick that you can sign up for the computer business marketing newsletter. You can go over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and over there we have a sign up form right at the top of the website where you can sign up for a newsletter. We send it out once a week. And really what it is is it's a uh, a curated list of blog posts and topics from around the internet that we think will help you in marketing your computer business. We also give you a link to the latest episode of this podcast, as well as the latest episode of my website Wednesday video series. Uh, and the purpose of that video series is to help you improve your business website. So lots of you know awesome, actionable information, um, uh, lots of interesting stuff that you can take. And the cool thing with the newsletter is it comes every week. So if you have time to check it out, you can check it out. If you don't, send it to the trash bin. There'll be a new one <laughs> that comes the next week. Uh, so that's why I decided to make it weekly because I want you to have a steady flow of marketing advice and tips and uh, inspiration. I think, you know, uh, having that inspiration to try different marketing tactics or improve the marketing you're doing is really important. And so that's what we try to do with this newsletter is just kind of give you that regular dose of marketing inspiration and again, you know, you, when you have time, you can read it. If you're really busy, just send it to the trash, uh, but stay subscribed. So that way you can uh, keep uh, updated on the latest news and marketing. Um, again, check that out at computerbusinessmarketing.com. Also, uh, of course, I always want to mention Tech Site Builder. That is my service that will help you um, create a website for your computer business. Um, I'm not going to get into the details because throughout this episode, I'm actually going to be referring back to Tech Site Builder as I talk about the own my own goals that I've made for my business this year, and it's going to tie a lot into Tech Site Builder. So instead of doing a full sponsorship advertisement for it now, uh, I'm just going to kind of you know refer to it throughout the episode. So with that said, let's jump into the featured topic of the episode, which is. Setting your marketing goals for 2018. So, um, you know, I kind of, in all honesty, I had to pull the show together really quickly because I had a guest scheduled for today, uh, but the guest had to cancel at the last minute. They had some emergencies that, that, that came up. Um, so I had to think about what I wanted to uh, make this show about very quickly. And it so happened that I was kind of going through the process of setting uh, my own business goals for the new year. And I thought it'd be cool if I kind of walked through the process that I use with you guys as well. So hopefully that'll be interesting to you guys. Uh, bear with me while I, um, while I do this. Uh, hopefully it'll be interesting. And what I'd recommend is, you know, do this along with me. If you're watching this live and you have the time, pull out a piece of paper or pop open a, a word processor on your computer and kind of go through this some of these exercises on your own. Um, if you're listening to the podcast later, uh, do the same thing, but this is kind of an exercise to walk through. 
So uh, first, all, first of all, I'm going to start with something called the North Star exercise. And this is an exercise that I learned in a, in a business mastermind that I went to a couple years ago. Uh, and it's something that I do every year for my business to kind of reassess the big questions about your business. And I think a lot of us tend to get bogged down in the day-to-day activities of running our business. Uh, and we tend to lose focus on the big picture, like why are we running our business? What is our overall goal and our overall mission? Um, who are we trying to help? And I think when we focus on that and always kind of make sure that we understand that well, then that helps feed into our marketing and every other thing we do in our business. So, you know, something I've talked about with marketing that's very important is to know your ideal customer and to always be speaking to your ideal customer through your marketing. That way, when you do start getting clients coming through your marketing, they the marketing is going to filter the clients so that only the type of clients you want will be coming to your business because your messages speak to just that type of client. Um, sometimes it's scary to, to try to focus in on just a, a one ideal client because you're scared that you're going to alienate a lot of other types of clients that you could possibly get. Um, but uh, you know, I'm the first to tell you, uh, and I'm really adamant about this, that you don't want to be everything to everybody. You want to be the best thing to a small slice of the world. And that small slice can still be thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, but it's a very specific thousand, hundred thousand, million people uh, that you can just knock it out of the park for. They pay you what you're worth and, uh, and you can give them awesome service and your business grows and they're happy and you're happy. And that all comes from finding your ideal client and marketing to your ideal client. So this, this, uh, this exercise is going to help you with that. It's called the North Star exercise. Um, the first thing you want to think about is the overall vision for your company. We call it, I call it vision. You can call it whatever you want. Um, but basically it's just one sentence and the sentence starts with, we imagine a world where, and that's it. We, as you, your company, we imagine a world where, and then the, the second part of that sentence is what do you imagine your, your business being on this earth is going to accomplish? Uh, so, you know, it could be about, um, you know, helping people, uh, you know, not worry about their technology, or maybe it's you want to help businesses grow uh, by, you know, giving them peace of mind that their IT systems are taken care of. Or maybe you want to imagine a world where someone could come into your store and have all of their uh, problems taken care of and be thrilled about the experience. Um, Because, you know, a lot of people visit a computer store and they dread it, and they they always come in with like a like they're ready to get in a fight with somebody. I know there's plenty of stores that I go into where I'm like, oh, just don't don't bug me, um, and and don't give me any spin, and don't try to you know sell me a, a thousand you know a thousand year warranty that I'm not going to need. Um, you, you know, I'd love to go to a some kind of store where I'm just thrilled to be there. I can't wait to go there, and I know I'm going to walk out of there better than I did when I went in there. Um, so, so for me, uh, I'll, I'll share with you my answers to these questions as well. So for me, um, my answer for uh, TechSite Builder and all of the other service uh, business or all of the other projects I have that are focused around 
the IT services industry is uh, I imagine a world where IT service providers can attract their ideal clients online with less stress and confusion. So for me, my vision is a world where IT service providers can attract their ideal clients online with less stress and confusion. So that's what I hope to do through TechSite Builder. Um, I hope to you know, make the whole website experience less stressful, less confusing, and make it so that you can attract your ideal client through your website. Uh, also through uh, this podcast, uh, this computer business marketing show, I hope to teach you guys how to attract your ideal client online with less stress and confusion. Um, so that's through all this education, through the guests I have, through, through all the stuff we talk about on the show. Um, the unconvention is another thing that we hope fi- uh, that I hope fits into that vision, helping IT service providers who come to the unconvention attract their idea. And that's my piece of the unconvention, right? The unconvention is not owned by me. It, it was started by Corey Fruitman of Instant House Call, but there's, you know, a bunch of us that are helping to plan it and all of the people who attend it help to kind of shape what it is. Um, so it's, but my little piece of it that I hope to do through the unconvention is to help IT service providers attract their ideal clients online with less stress and confusion. So the beautiful thing with this, about this vision is that it should guide what you do with your business. So, you know, if you have someone approach you saying, Hey, I've got this cool idea for a computer cafe slash uh, dog grooming salon, you know, is that going to, is that partnership going to help you with your vision, whatever it is, is that, you know, making uh, an awesome experience for your ideal client when they come into your shop? If your ideal client is a dog owner, then yes. <laughs> if your ideal client is a business owner or, uh, you know, a lawyer or something like that, maybe not. Um, so, you know, that kind of helps just helps you steer the big ship of your business in the right direction. Uh, is the direction you're going going to help you fulfill your overall vision? And then, you know, it's cool to print it out, frame it somewhere, share, of course, share it with your employees if you have employees. Uh, but, it, you know, that's just kind of a, a, a nice overall overarching vision for, for your company. The second part of the North Star exercise, so there's three parts. The first part is the vision. The second part is your values. Um, uh, companies typically, you know, the bigger they get, they'll, they'll tend to have like mission statement or value statement or, or company values. But I, I always encourage you to have company values, even when you're just starting out by yourself. Um, again, cause these values always help to, to, to tell you where to take your business and what services to provide. So where, what, where the vision is the thing that kind of tells you where to point your ship, then the values help you to understand where you're going and what to do when you get there. So values, you know, maybe between three and five values, and they could be just like little bullet points, um, whatever you want, whatever you want them to be, you know, do you want to be, you know, super fast and efficient? Um, do you want to have just excellent customer service? Uh, do you want to be super affordable? That's okay. That can be one of your values. Um, do you want to, so instead of giving examples, let me tell you what mine are going to be. So for 2018, my company values are number one, be helpful. So through this podcast, for example, I'm being helpful, but my number one, uh, my number one philosophy is to be helpful 
in any way I can. So that that permeates through like the support for Tech Site Builder. If someone has a problem and they contact support, I want to make sure that number one, we're helping them get their problem solved. We want to be responsive. We want to make sure their problem was resolved before we close the ticket. Um, all of these things uh, help us to provide better support for our product. Um, also, I want to kind of have like a teacher's mindset through everything I do. So even if someone has an issue, um, I can fix it for them, or I can tell them how to fix it, or I can tell them how I fixed it. But for for most for the most part, um, and this kind of goes through my marketing too. I want to teach first, and I want to tell you how to do something. Um, so whether it's how to build a website, how to market your business, how to do social media, um, how to do SEO, I want to teach you how to do it, and then uh, and then provide the service of doing it for you if you don't want to do it yourself. And I think that's that's a great way to market any kind of service. Show people how to do it. If they want to do it themselves, great. It establishes you as an authority. It lets people know that you know what you're talking about. And then it also says, hey, I already know how to do this. So if you don't want to do it, if it seems overwhelming for you, come to me and I'll do it for you. Um, so all of that kind of is focused around my first value, which is be helpful. My second value uh, is be affordable and profitable. So I put those together because, uh, you know, first and foremost, I want to be affordable. And what that means is that I want to attract uh, IT service businesses who are just getting started. The, that's kind of the, the that's, my, that's my ideal client. My ideal client is someone who um, is struggling to grow their IT business or they're just starting it or um, they're trying to kind of take it to the next level. Um, but whatever, whatever the case is, the, the purpose of them coming to me is that they're, having, they're struggling with marketing. They're, they're not getting to the next level, or they're not getting clients to begin with, or there's something that's not jiving, which means that they're probably not making as much money as they would like to be. So I don't want to say, hey, you know, pay me thousands of dollars, and then I'll help make you tens of thousands of dollars if you are struggling to make thousands of dollars yourself. So I want to make sure my solutions are affordable, uh, but they need to be profitable. So what that means to me is <clears throat> scale. So I want to make sure that I'm getting enough clients so that I can make it affordable and yet be able to scale the business to serve lots of people. So the way I do that is through you know, making sure all my services are processed uh, in a process uh, systematized so that I can hand it off to uh, an assistant to do, um, and then I can focus on getting more clients through through things like the the podcast and other marketing efforts. So um, so that's how that's how that value kind of helps me in my business, and that's what it's going to do uh, when I think about the services I want to provide moving forward. The first thing I got to think is is this going to be affordable? And then secondly, if I'm going to make it affordable, how can I make it profitable? Well, that means I've got to systematize it, make it easy for my business to execute so that I can scale it and get lots of people uh, on board to, to do that service. So that's the second value, be affordable and profitable. The third value is to be approachable. And this is, this, is, this is one that I think is kind of very unique to my business. I don't think a lot of businesses have this as a value. And this is kind of, this is what I want my X factor to be or my secret sauce. Um, being approachable means 
that I and and I feel like I'm this is already something I do. I just want to make sure that I make it a, a specific value so that I make sure that everything I do takes this into consideration. But I want my clients or my customers to be comfortable coming to me with suggestions, with issues, with problems. Um, I want to be relatable. Uh, I don't want to feel like what I do or my services are some kind of exclusive club that you need to be a member of or you need to be paying me to be a part of it. Um, I want to feel like I'm helpful to everybody and I want to feel like you know everybody is a part of the uh, the solutions and the, the the education and the help that I'm giving. So in order to do that, I want to be approachable. That means I don't want to speak over people's heads. That means I want to be able to explain things, uh, break things down into simple terms. That means I want to keep doing this podcast. That means I want to keep going out there to things like the unconvention and meeting people and talking to people and uh, and being open to to hearing what they have to say, what their problems are. Um, that's a big thing, right? If you're approachable, that means that your customers are going to come to you with problems that they might not come to other service providers with. They might come to me with a with an issue with my service, saying, "Hey, Matt, I'd love to use TechSite Builder, but I think you know here's this, this, and this that are kind of an issue, um, you know that uh, that I that that I wish you know you'd fix so that I that that I'd be happy or whatever." Um, and I want to feel like people can do that. Uh, so I want to make sure I stay approachable. That also means that wherever people are hanging out, I'm there. So whether it's Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, chat rooms, uh, uh, forums, um, wherever people are hanging out, I want to be there. So like when someone sends me uh, an instant message uh, in Facebook, <laughs> I'm thinking of a couple people who are customers of TechSite Builder who sent me uh, messenger messages in Facebook to my personal Facebook account. Two, two customers did that just today. And, um, sometimes I'll say, Hey, you know, do you mind sending this to, you know, our support portal or whatever, but I'm never going to ignore them and I'm never going to, uh, be mad at them or, or say like, Oh, you're so annoying. I'm, I'm going to stop talking to you. Um, I, I want people to feel like they can approach me through Facebook instant messenger. I want people to feel like they can approach me by giving me a call or jumping on Skype or whatever. Um, and that's all part of being approachable. So those are, that's it. Those are my three values for 2018. Be helpful, be affordable and profitable, and be approachable. So I kind of did a B, um, a B theme going on there. So think about your values. What do you want? These are the values that, are, that you, you pass to your employees. So you want to make sure your employees are keeping true to these values in every interaction they have with your clients, in every process you make, in every marketing pitch you do. You want these. You want to check the box on all three values. And make sure it's persistent through everything you're doing in your company. The third part of this exercise is mission. So we did the vision. What's our overall vision for our company? We did our values. What are the specific uh, things that we want to keep in mind as we move through the year? Uh, finally, the mission. The mission are the specific things that you're going to do in your business that you're going to execute in your business to make. The, the, the vision and the values happen. Um, this could be, you know, around growth, around new services, around new offerings, around hiring, um, you know, whatever, but it's got to be actionable. It's got to be, you know, smart, the smart goal, the, I, I can't remember what the acronym is off the top of my head, but um, something measurable, uh, 
uh, attainable. Uh, there's time, <laughs> time based is in there somewhere. <laughs> oh man, I should have prepared. Like I said, I wasn't totally prepared for this episode. Um, but uh, you you know what smart goals are. I think most people know what smart smart goals are. Um, S M A R T. So, anyways, make sure the mission. Uh, you know, you're thinking in in terms of that when you're when you're coming up with your mission. So. Um, I'm going to kind of give you my mission in broad sense. I don't want to go into too many details because uh, um, I don't, you know, I'm still running a business and and whatever. But these are my mission. These these are the things that that are my mission for TechSite Builder. Number one, I want to provide more advanced functionality for TechSite Builder users via um, pricing tiers. So up to now, TechSite Builder has been $19 a month or 190 a year flat rate. And what you get with that is you get everything that TechSite Builder has to offer. There are some things that I want to implement in TechSite Builder that are a little bit more advanced. So not everybody would want to use them, but the people who do want to use them, I think really need them and would probably be willing to pay a little bit more per month so that I can provide the extra support that that's going to take and also spend money on developing that stuff. So that's going to be the first thing is I'm going to uh, provide more advanced functionality for TechSite Builder users. Um, some things that that could look like include, um, you know, native integrations for certain third-party services that you already use. Um, things that you can do within the TechSite Builder interface, like send out newsletters or um, do advanced SEO or um, do advanced kind of social media integration. Um, maybe even sell products. These are all things that, that I'm, I'm still considering adding into more advanced tiers on TechSite Builder. So that's my first mission, provide more advanced function, functionality for my users via tiers. For you, that can be you know, your managed service offerings. Do you want to kind of change that up um, to fit your values better? Or you know, do you want to maybe you know, increase your prices uh, if one of your values is to be profitable? <laughs> um, and that's going to help me with my profitable value as well. Um, but yet still remain affordable because I'll still have that $19 a month tier. And I don't think I'm ever going to change the price on that, at least no time soon. The second value or the second mission, sorry, that, uh, that I have for 2018 is to uh, provide uh, more layout and style options for the TechSite Builder websites. So that, that's probably the biggest thing that I think is preventing a lot of people from jumping on board with TechSite Builder is right now we have just the one layout for TechSite Builder, and I think it's great. I think it's all you need, but I do know that there are other kinds of um, aesthetic, uh, you know, um, preferences <laughs> that are out there. And of course, you don't want your website to look like the same as the guy down the street from you, uh, your competitor, right? So um, that's that's another big goal for 2018 is to provide more layout and style options. That's going to help me be more helpful to my clients. That's going to help me be more profitable and affordable because you know you're gonna you're gonna gain access to those different layouts uh, without necessarily needing to pay more. Uh, but that's going to help retain my clients so that they stay on with TechSite Builder longer. Um, the third mission is to provide services to non-TechSite Builder users. This is a big one, and this is kind of stepping outside of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, there are services that I've been providing to only TechSite Builder users, like blog writing, SEO, um, certain things around that that still focus on the website, 
Um, but these are things that I can do for, for other people besides tech site builder users. So I'd like to kind of expand the scope of some of those services a little bit and say, hey, if you own an IT services business, but you, you're not quite ready to use tech site builder yet, um, I can still help you with some certain things that you might be struggling with on your website. Um, so that's kind of going to help me uh, to to expand a little bit and still keep things affordable because I think there's a lot of services that are out there that are just not affordable for the solo consultants, the part-time computer business owners, the guys who are struggling to make ends meet with a repair shop that, you know, you've got the rent, you've got the, the inventory and all that stuff. I want to make the, the services affordable for you guys. Uh, so that's my third mission. And the fourth mission is to improve retention. And I have specific numbers around this, but I, you know, I think it's great to get more clients, but my, I, what's more important to me is to keep my existing clients super happy and to meet their needs as their business grows. And that means retaining the clients I currently have better. Um, so it's no secret that when you're paying monthly for something, when you have a monthly service like TechSite Builder, people aren't going to stay on forever. Some people fall off. Maybe they, they have more needs that TechSite Builder can't fulfill and then they go someplace else or maybe they're big, they go out of business or whatever. Um, or, uh, who knows, but people leave tech site builder. I want to make it so they're more likely to, to stay with tech site builder. I think that's a great mission for you guys as well. Customer retention and just focusing on your clients more and trying to meet their needs better, give them more services. Uh, cause we always say this on the show, but your existing clients are your best new clients as well. If that makes sense, right? You want to if you market a new service or you come out with a new offering, your current clients are going to be the most likely to jump on board with that. And you want to, you want to give them that opportunity and keep them happy. They're not going to do that if they're not happy with you. They are going to do that if they are happy with you. And um, they're also uh, going to be more likely to refer their friends and family to you if uh, you are helpful and you are... Um, helping to retain them in your business by giving them excellent service and whatever. So those are, those are my four mission uh, bullet points. Provide more advanced functionality for existing users. Provide more layout options and style options for, for the, the website users. And that, that takes lots of different, the, the form of that is lots of different things can happen and there's going to be a lot of things I do. That's why it's like a full year goal um, because there's going to be a lot involved in that provide services to non-tech site builder users and improve retention. So, you know, go through this uh, exercise with your own business. Come up with a vision. We imagine a world where. Then come up with the values, the, the, the things in your company, that, that, the mindset of your company that's going to help you achieve your vision. And then come up with your mission, uh, your different mission items, which are um, very specific things that you're going to do in your company throughout the year that are going to help you, um, you know, help you keep your values and fulfill your vision and grow your business, make you happy, attract your ideal clients, all of that stuff. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Dwight uh, helped me out in the chat with SMART. The SMART goal is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And we have gone over SMART goals before. I think it was actually the New Year's episode last year or maybe it was the New Year's episode the year before that. But one of those New Year's episodes, we went over SMART goals. 
um, and and how any goal you make for your company should you know be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Not not too realistic. I like to kind of push push the envelope a little bit, but of course, realistic as in you know you're not going to cure cancer or or something like that. But uh, but yeah, thank you, Dwight, for that. Um, <laughs> and Brian <laughs> is a, uh, uh, Brian McGarvey is a, uh, tech site builder client. And he said, yes, he needs that new layout ASAP. It's coming. So, um, keep, uh, an eye out for that. Um, also, uh, Michael said, uh, Chicago would be an awesome trip for the unconvention. So, yep, we definitely hope to see you in Chicago for the unconvention. Um, uh, so yeah, that'd be great to see you there. Cool. All right. So now I want to get into um, another topic, and that is to talk about specifically some marketing, uh, some marketing goals that you can make for your business this year, and uh, what I would recommend trying. So first, I want to talk about some new or some things that not a lot of people are trying uh, that you might want to try in 2018. I think these are going to be big. I think these are going to be things that are going to be effective um, for you to try in 2018. So the first one uh, is messaging uh, and bots. So those tie in together because the bots I'm talking about are messaging bots. So Facebook really has been kind of the leader in this space and has really been pushing this. They've been uh, improving their messenger service in leaps and bounds this past year in 2017. Um, they, They made the integration with business pages a lot more seamless they uh, they made it so that you know someone visits your Facebook business page, uh, a messenger bubble pops up right away. Um, also, uh, now there's an experimental feature. I think it's still experimental where you can add the Facebook Messenger to your website. So now, when someone visits your website, the Facebook Messenger will pop up. Now, you know the first kind of reaction that I know I had to something like that was. Oh great. So now I've got to, you know, be in Facebook all the time and I got to make sure I'm always available in Facebook. Uh and what if I forget to log into Facebook or, you know, whatever. Um Facebook has addressed that. So first of all, you don't ever need to log into your personal Facebook account to manage your Messenger. Um Facebook has a separate Messenger app that you can load in your browser or on your phone um and you can just log into the Messenger app. Also, you can manage your business messages through the business Facebook page. I think the URL is business.facebook.com. So that way you, you, you're not distracted by all your, you know, your friends' political posts and the cat videos and your, you know, your cousin's baby um, or whatever. You, you could just focus on your business, log into your business portal. You can answer your business messages. You can you know, respond to your business comments and all that stuff and then log out and be on your way. Or you could keep that open throughout the day. Um, you can also set an away message in Facebook Messenger. So if someone uh, leaves you a message and you're not available for whatever reason, it will automatically, you know, respond to them saying, "Hey, you know, we're not monitoring chat right now, but we'll get back to you as soon as we can." Or go to this URL and, and submit a support ticket, or give us a call on this phone number, whatever you want to set that as. And uh, and you you could there's some intelligence behind that. So um, so that's very cool. And then this whole thing around bots. So first of all, the messenger I think is super important because the majority of people in the world and especially in the U.S. are on Facebook. Um, a lot of people are, are, are looking up businesses on Facebook now 
Uh, a lot of people are asking for recommendations through Facebook, and I think it's just a natural thing to allow them to contact you easily through your Facebook page. And to do that, um, Messenger is really the easiest way to do that. So, um, so definitely look into Messenger. And if it's not Facebook Messenger, then at least on your website have some sort of chat functionality. Uh, I think that's kind of an expected thing these days for service businesses. Um, I know when I need help with a specific product or a specific service, I go to their website. And the first thing I look for is some kind of chat because I, I don't want to call and be on hold. Um, I don't want to send them an email and wait a few days. I want to jump on a chat box and be able to chat with someone and multitask. You know, while I'm doing something else, I can be on the chat with this guy. And, and chat is the best way, I think, to communicate with support with a company. So make sure that you are available through chat for your clients as well. And uh, there's lots of services that allow you to do that. Um, I'm a big fan of TalkTo, T-A-W-K dot T-O. It's completely free, which I love. And um, it's very, very robust, fully functional chat app that you can put on your website that, um, that people can chat with you. I use that for Tech Site Builder, and I love it. It works great. Um, can't beat the price. Uh, now, don't worry. Uh, they do make money because they offer upsells. So they have, um, they have like add-ons that you can purchase, and that's how they make their money. Uh, but the core product is free, and really the core product is really all you need. Um, the add-ons are more for like big enterprise companies and that kind of thing. So talk talk two is good. There's lots of other um, lots of other solutions out there um, that you can check out. Uh, but look really seriously consider putting some kind of chat bot or chat box on your website. The second part of that is the bots. So um, there's a lot there's a, there's a thing called a chat bot that uh, there usually there are third party apps that you can install to automate the messaging. Uh, now the, the panacea of the chat bot is that this is how, like in a perfect world, this is how it would work. Someone lands on your website, the chat box pops up, it says, Hey, how can we help you? Or welcome to blah, blah, ABC computing. How can we help you? The person says, um, oh my gosh, I have this crazy pop-up. What do I do? You don't necessarily have to be available to answer that right away. Instead, there's intelligence, artificial intelligence built in looking for keywords. So they see the word pop-up. Um, they see the word, you know, I don't know, whatever the word is, please help. Um, and then there's intelligence around that that says, okay, it says pop-up. Maybe that means, you know, they're having an issue with pop-ups. And then the response would be, um, uh, you know, it sounds like you might uh, have a virus or some, uh, you know, malicious software on your computer. Uh, we, you know, have blah, blah, blah service that can help out with that. Um, or you can maybe ask them some more questions. You know, uh, do you have, is your vir antivirus up to date? Um, like that's a good question, right? Is your antivirus up to date? You ask that question, they say, uh, what's antivirus? <laughs> then, you know, if they have that question, then there's another thing that comes in that says, you know, um, oh, you know, we, we'd love to recommend a great antivirus for you. Um, check out this, this helpful blog post that we wrote about, you know, picking an antivirus. And then while you're reading that, um, you know, shoot us an email or give us a call and we'd love to set up an appointment, you know? That those those steps mean that you can be taking care of lots of people who are visiting your website, answering their questions right away without physically having to be there in front of the keyboard typing. Um, and that's kind of the 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 grand vision for bots. They're not quite there yet, I don't think, um, but it's something to to be aware of and look for different um, different articles and different training around bots. Just keep your mind open. Start listening for that word bot and how you can incorporate it into 
your different um, the different things you do in your business and with with your chat. Okay. Um, the next new uh, marketing trend, not really new, but one that I think you should be doing in 2018 is uh, remarketing or retargeting, whatever you want to call it. Um, that is where someone visits your website. And then after they visit your website, uh, they might see an ad for your business somewhere else, whether it's on another website they visit that has ads or whether it's on Facebook or Twitter, or LinkedIn, or whatever, all of the major ad platforms have the ability for you to install some little piece of code on your website that will capture the information of anyone who visits your website, and then uh, allow you to show specific ads just to those people. I think, you know, these days people are becoming very ad blind. Um, uh, Also, there's a trust issue around ads. You see an ad for the first time for a service you've never heard of before, you're more likely to, to turn away from it. You also see an ad for something that you don't need. So, you know, if I see an ad for a plumber and I'm not having problems with my pipes, I'm probably just going to scroll right th- by that ad. But if I'm researching plumbers and I happen to land on a specific plumber's website and then, you know, I'm later on, I'm surfing Facebook and then uh, an ad for a plumber pops up, I'm looking for a plumber. I see that ad. It speaks to me. It looks really cool. I, you know, I dig in further and I end up hiring that plumber. That's because he knew that I had a need because I was visiting his website. So, so that's, I think it's, it's almost a necessity that if you're running ads that you should be retargeting and remarketing to people who already showed a sliver of interest, but might not have pulled the trigger. You want to continue to nurture them. And the way you do that is through retargeting. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. We've talked about that on the podcast before, but if that's something you haven't done, please start doing that. Um, it's 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 how you make Facebook ads effective. That's really the biggest key to making Facebook ads effective is use retargeting. Don't send cold ads to people. They're, they don't care. Um, but if you send ads to people who know about you, they're more likely to care. Um, cool. The third thing, uh, that you should be on the, uh, really thinking about and really working on in 2018 is reputation management. This is all about reviews and, um, making sure you're managing your reviews. Uh, you know, up to now the reviews have kind of been the wild west. You know, some people go to Yelp, some people go to Facebook, some people go to Google, uh, nowadays, there are services that can help you consolidate all of those places into one so you can see um, what's going on. And and then there are services that you can use that will help you facilitate good reviews for your business. Because that's the, that's the one, you know, the good and the bad, right? The yin and the yang of these review services is it's a great way for you to say, hey, all these people love me. Don't take my word for it. Check out these review sites. But the the risk is that you can have a disgruntled customer go on there and leave your one-star review, cuss you out, say all these bad things about you, and you really have nothing you can do about it. Um, So with that in mind, reputation management is the idea of taking control of that relationship. So when a customer visits you and, and you provide service to them, before you send them on their way so that they can go off to Yelp and on their own time and, and leave a review... You say, hey, you know, it was, it was a pleasure working with you. Um, I'd love to get your feedback. Click this button. They click that button and it asks them, you know, hey, did you have a good or a bad experience? 
If they say good, it sends them off to Google or someplace to leave a review. If they say bad, it takes them back to you so that you can address their concerns. And uh, that's, I think that's super important. That's something that you really want to keep in mind because uh, these reviews are important on Google. Good reviews help bump you up the search results. Um, good reviews are, it's just, that's something that people look for, right? When, when, when I'm looking for, a, back to the plumber analogy, if I'm looking for a plumber, the first thing I'm looking for is what's their reputation? How, how, how many stars do they have? Um, if it's like three and a half stars or below, I'm not even looking at them. If it's four stars, I got to kind of think about it. If it's five stars, they're at the top of the list right away. So that, I think that's going to become more and more important. Um, and that's something that you want to make sure you're integrating into your marketing as much as possible. Cool. Um, finally, I just wanted to mention a few marketing tactics that you should continue to do, even though you've probably been doing them for years. Hopefully you've been doing them for years, but maybe take this opportunity to give them a fresh look uh, and maybe tweak them a little bit and update them and make them better. Uh, one of those things is is in-person networking. That's never going to go out of style. In fact, as the world gets more and more online, the value of face-to-face networking is going to increase, I believe. Um, so, you know, whereas maybe 10 years ago, the business mixers uh, were, it was, it was hard to gain traction because everybody was pitching their stuff to everybody and it was just a big pitch fest and nobody really spent the time to network. Whereas now, you know, uh, not, th- those networking groups uh, might not be as popular. So, um, so that it's important to get out there and, and, and be there and be present uh, because nothing beats that face-to-face interaction. Um, you know, we talked about remarketing. You know, someone visits your website, then you show them an ad. How about remarketing in real life? How about, you know, you met somebody in real life and then later on down the line, you, you send them an email or give them a call, um, you know, and say, hey, how's it going? Just want to see what's up. Want to grab a coffee or whatever. Um, you know, non-aggressive, but that's remarketing in real life, right? They meet you, they make that connection first. And then later on down the road, you can maybe pitch them the product or they'll just come to you when they need your services. Um, it works online. It works even better offline. Don't forget about that face-to-face networking. Uh, number two, um, your email list. Um, you know, social media is great. Um, digital ads are great. Chatbots are great. But when it all comes down to it, emails are the things that you hold on to that will never go away. Um, email is never going to go away. Uh, it's It's the, you know it's like snail mail, right? It's, it's the way people communicate. Um, it's, you know, chat comes in and and chat becomes popular, but email stays strong. Uh, and so you want to continue to curate your email list. And this is something still not a lot of computer businesses I've found are doing, um, you know, capturing emails when people visit your website, when people, you know, sign up for your services, when people walk in through the front door of your shop, Get those emails, get the contact information for those people, and then and nurture that list. So what does that mean? Sending regular newsletters, um, sending helpful tips, don't sell, help. Um, sending you know uh, occasional quick blurbs about what you've been up to behind the scenes of your shop. Um, let them know about the latest uh, malware scare or whatever. Um, just continue to nurture that list by sending them helpful things. 
and uh, and that is will always be valuable, and that will never go out of style. So continue doing that, and continue to refine that process. Try to get your read percentage up, your open percentage up, by trying different headlines, by trying different topics, by trying different frequencies, um, and uh, and try to improve that. Always try to be improving that. Finally, um, the last marketing tip that I want to make sure you keep in mind for 2018 is market to existing clients. Make uh, Continue to provide services to your existing clients. Um, I focus on existing clients more than I focus on getting new clients. Uh, and, and really the way I get new clients is through this podcast. Um, I don't do ads for Tech Site Builder, though I might experiment with that this year. But really, you know, I want people to trust me before they try Tech Site Builder because then they're more likely to stay on with Tech Site Builder because they got to know me through my videos and my podcasts and stuff. So my existing clients are super important to me and I want to make sure that I'm continuing to give them new services to help them grow their business. I want people to start their business with me and I want people to grow their business with me. And I think that's a great mindset to have for you as well, especially if you're targeting business clients. You know, you could say, hey, I've got this affordable package. You can come if you're just getting started. And then as your business IT needs grow, I've got this great service here. I've got this great service here. And I've got this great, you know, big service up here that you can strive to be able to, to get to. But I have all this stuff available for you. Just stick with me. I'll help you out. I'll, I'll take care of you. Um, but that means consistently um, staying in touch with your existing clients, um, coming up with ways to keep them coming back to you. Uh, and, uh, and that's, I think, a great marketing tactic, again, that's as old as time, that's never going to go out of style. But don't lose sight of your existing clients because they're, I think they're more important than new clients. Great. So that's it, guys. Um, thanks for sticking through with this. A uh, different kind of episode. I'm just kind of trying to give you my thoughts for how you can structure your business in 2018. We started with the North Star exercise. We talked about your overall company vision, your company values, your company mission. Even if you already have those things set, it's always good to re, uh, refocus and revisit those things every year. Um, and then we talked about specific marketing trends in 2018 that you should continue to focus on or look into, and that is uh, messaging, retargeting, reputation management, in-person networking, your email list, and continue to market to your existing clients. Well, guys, I hope that was helpful. Um, let me know what you think of this new format. It's not going to be a new format because I'm going to have a guest next week, but let me know what you think of this format. If you have any ideas, I'd love to hear from you guys what, what you're going to be implementing in your business in 2018. What new marketing are you going to be focusing on in 2018? Uh, let me know either in the Facebook chat here or you can go to computerbusinessmarketing.com if you're listening to this like on the podcast later on. Uh, go over there. Um, that's where the show notes are. Head on over to this episode, which is, um, let's see what episode is this. This is episode 37. So go to computerbusinessmarketing.com, go to episode 37, go to the comments, let us know what you think about this, this episode, what you're going to be doing to market your business in 2018. Also, don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. Um, go to uh, techsitebuilder.com slash group. That'll take you to our computer business marketing Facebook group where we have lots of great conversations about tips and tricks for marketing your computer business. 
Also, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, make sure to leave us a review. I love hearing from you guys. uh, And every review you leave for the podcast helps us to be found and helps the podcast to grow so we we can continue to bring you awesome guests and, uh, and continue to provide you value through this podcast. Finally, don't forget to check out our sponsors, uh, techsitebuilder.com, and then go to unconvention.io and sign up to receive um, updates. Um, Again, that's going to be in Chicago, August uh, 24th through 26th. So we'd love to see you there. I think this is going to be the best unconvention yet. We've got a lot of super exciting things um, that I can't wait to tell you about that are uh, coming very soon. So um, if you want to learn about those first, head on over to unconvention.io and sign up to get notified. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Thank you for listening. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm